Hello, hello, and welcome back. I'm here for another episode talking to you all about being in off-season as a wedding photographer. Path to Business, the podcast. I'm your host, Bethany Barrett, self-made, six-figure business owner, photographer, mother of three, who's not afraid of hard work. I want to celebrate each journey in business as no story is quite the same. We understand and appreciate the sacrifices and decisions that have led us to where we are today. You've already crushed so many goals and by sharing how you did it, both you and others can continue to achieve all your biggest dreams. This is your path to business. I can't wait to tell you all about what we're planning and what we're hoping to be doing during our off season from 2020 to 2021 before our much anticipated 2021 season. Off season as a wedding photographer can be seen as a much needed break for some industry pros. But what if you could actually be missing out on valuable stuff while you're binging the latest series on Netflix? Most couples find themselves cooped up inside during the winter, this year more than ever during the pandemic, yet proposals are still going ahead. People are still choosing love. Wedding slow season though is inevitable, but what if you could actually be missing out on potential clients? Do you give in 100% to that break? I know that I'm guilty of it. Especially around Christmas time, I have a really hard time working around the holidays. Perhaps it has to do with working in the government and feeling like I had to work, but really there was nothing going on anyways and it was completely pointless. But don't get me wrong, you totally deserve a break. I mean, it's actually a key ingredient to success. However, feelings of discouragement can fill the mind of even the most talented photographer during the off season. Feeling like you need to rest but don't know how to do it is also something that you should be working on, not just during off season, but all year round. Just as the weather changes outside and summer turns into fall, so is the wedding industry. The season was cut off shorter than most this year during the pandemic and even after it started late. If you've been in the industry for any length of time, you'll start to really see a pattern with the wedding photography market. Popular months during the summer have weddings versus the months that couples are planning or getting engaged. Understanding that difference is really knowing and understanding what it's like to run a successful photography business. It's natural for every wedding photographer to have a busier time of year. Regardless of how long you may be in the business, encountering slow seasons can still be discouraging. Though you may not be booking or shooting as many weddings this time of year, you can still bring in future business and keep yourself pretty busy. I'm going to share with you a few ways to keep your wedding photography business alive during even the most slowest of months. And trust me, after this 2020 COVID sort of beginning that we had to 2020, I have firsthand experience to what it's like to be in the most slowest of months you can possibly dream of. One thing that you can do is to prepare for engagement season with a solid marketing plan. 
off season as a wedding photographer is the perfect time to prepare for that upcoming engagement season. Now, engagement season, you might think, is preparing your clients to do engagement photos. But I'm wanting to talk to you a little bit about engagement season for when they actually get engaged. Statistics show on Wedding Wire that most engagements happen between the months of November and February. Almost half of all of them, actually. So this, however, coincidentally, is the most time that wedding photographers are in their off-season. It's the perfect time, though, to start brainstorming any future marketing ideas into actual campaigns to capture those newly engaged couples. Creating incentives for couples to book a consult with you is also a really great idea. I actually looked up a 2020 report because I was curious if things had sort of changed or what the trends were. And surprisingly, engagements have actually just gone up with the most popular day being, of course, Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, New Year's Day, Sunday before Christmas Eve, and Valentine's Day. So if you are not getting ready to be in front of your clients as soon as those days are happening or before even, then you're definitely missing out on potential amazing income and relationships with your clients. One thing that you can do is plan ahead. So couples are generally getting engaged around Christmas. That means that they're either planning their wedding for that following summer or they're planning their wedding for perhaps a year and a bit away because perhaps the wedding venue that they want is booked on the days that they were thinking about getting married. So you need to be really upping your social media game probably right now in November and December to make sure that you're ready for those clients who are possibly going to be reaching out to you either for the proposal or for when they book their venue in January or February. Understanding that couples are excited but can easily get overwhelmed not knowing how to start planning is key. There's nothing worse than meeting with a couple who are just all over the place and have no idea what they want. How could they really know what they want if they haven't really been told what they should be looking for? So not only should you as a wedding photographer be talking to your clients or ideal clients about what it is that they should be looking for, all of the vendors in your network should be doing the same thing. So if somebody is looking for wedding flowers, then they should be talking about what they should start doing to find wedding flowers. Or how do they start looking for a wedding venue? Perhaps they're looking at the best wedding venues in their city. So these are things that you need to sort of be talking about when you're thinking about your ideal client at this time. Spend time getting to know your audience, especially in the DMs. Getting comfortable reaching out or commenting on a potential client's posts is a non-salesy way to get them to check you out. Have you ever had someone follow you or like a whole bunch of your things and what's the first thing that you do? Immediately go and check out who this person is. So bam, that's your in. 
not saying that you need to go and like every single one of their photos on their profile, but liking a couple that you actually resonate with. If it's a cute dog or a new house, or maybe there's some DIYs that they're doing, and those are things that you can relate to, then those are the things that you need to be connecting with them on so that they see that there's a mutual connection between you before they even know who you are. Chances are they will hopefully like you and trust you as long as you've got a strong presence online. Showing up literally is half the battle and it can be easily won with some effort. Now trust me, when I show up, 90% of the time I'm using a filter. I am definitely wearing some form of Lululemon sweatpants and a comfy sweater. That is literally my go-to outfit, especially during the off season. But making sure that you're showing up consistently, showing who you really are as a person, and talking about what you're excited about or what people should be preparing for with their upcoming wedding is going to make you stand out from the crowd, I promise. Work on generating income while you sleep. Now this is something that you've probably heard more than once. I know that I've fallen victim to this. I Google one search about passive income and all of a sudden my newsfeed is flooded with different courses about building income while I sleep. Now it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be this you know, 13 module course that's deep diving into the whole world of whatever it is that you want to share. But there is a way to sort of start and start in a way that helps you become not only an expert in that field, but also makes your peers and your clients see that you really do know what you're talking about. Generating projects that are great for you to look into can be things that are outside of being a service-based business. If you're not sure what that means, essentially being a photographer is literally a service. So if you go out and photograph a couple, you are delivering that service. But if you have a PDF that people can put their email in and it gets delivered at 24 hours a day, seven days a week, then that is what we would call a passive generating income stream, whether there's income or not, but that's just sort of the first steps. Consider coaching or tutoring or creating other online courses. Having a good passive income project that you're able to work hard on, a product that you can sell to people in need, that's really what you need to figure out. Maybe there is a need that you could help with, um, there's always going to be a photographer who's behind you and could use some help but may perhaps feel intimidated to ask someone who's miles ahead of them or somebody who's been doing it for 20 years and really just doesn't have the same level of understanding where, that, where they're at anymore because it's been so long. Being someone who's been in the game now for six years, going in our sixth year, it's amazing to see where we've come to, but there's still so much that we want to grow and learn, but there's so much that I know we can add value to people who are behind us, who people who perhaps just picked up a camera or have just decided that they want to move out of families and start doing just weddings, or perhaps it's a, a husband and wife who are thinking about doing something together. Those are all things that we have 
experience in and we can share and hopefully that will help others get the confidence that they need to do those things as well. A constant trickle of income is what differentiates a passive income from sort of active income. So being able to work on a product once and supplement your photography income with your passive income is extremely freeing. Often the extra time you have during the off season is the perfect time to see any projects or products you've had on your mind come to fruition. From experience, I have asked photographers if they would be interested in mentoring or getting help and been given mixed responses. Some are delighted to help, while others don't want anything to do with you. It's sadly the reality sometimes of any community, but by offering the service up as an option, you are saying yes, that you're willing to trade some time for money or even a course that you can direct them to that can hopefully help them. Work on social media marketing. One thing that can always suffer during the off season is social media. Knowing what to post can be hard even when you have plenty of new material. Off-season marketing is different than traditional marketing because you should be educating your clients or improving skills. Social media is highly dependent on your ability to build strong relationships online. The best place to start is by showing up and being yourself. Building trust will only help you grow. Slow season is the perfect time to kick up your social media presence to help prospective clients feel more connected to you. This is also a win-win because in turn, you can help clients who may want to book you. Why would they wanna book you? Because you're showing up on social media? Because that's just how the algorithm works. The more you show up, the more that you're authentic, the more that people engage with you, the more likely that people are gonna wanna book you because they trust you. One tip that I find is trying to make a content calendar and adding extra time to be spent on social media and connecting with your target audience. There's one thing to schedule out 30 posts and just sit back and let it do its thing, but that is not how you're going to move the needle forward. The best way to do that is to post and also engage. So going through and talking to your ideal clients Messaging existing clients and just being present are all things that you can easily do and they don't cost you any money. And we all know that you're on the app anyways, so you might as well make it a business transaction, sort of speak, whenever you're spending time on that app. Make it worth your while. Make it work for you. Expand your network during the off season as a wedding photographer. So lastly, if you're feeling alone during the off season as a wedding photographer, know that you don't have to. One of the most beneficial activities you can do for yourself is to connect. Reach out to wedding vendors, new and old. Reach out to photographers you know or perhaps that you don't. Not only will networking help this feeling of feeling alone, but you're also building more trust. I promise you're not alone like pinky promise because tis the season as they say but you could end up making valuable contacts that you could potentially be referred to 
that you wouldn't even have realized had it not been for that one little DM or email that you sent. And now you've got this amazing relationship that is going to help you through, especially through these slower, more lonely seasons. Never underestimate the power of meeting someone. Today, going for a coffee doesn't really seem fitting during the pandemic, so offer up a Zoom chat. This way you can both show up in your Lulus and still have fun. A cool option is to deliver coffee or a treat to their home to make it a virtual coffee. Try finding a local Facebook group that you are also interested in the same things as other people perhaps in your wedding industry or photography groups based on where you live and reach out to those people perhaps do a meeting with you know 10 or 12 of you whoever would sign up and do something virtual where you guys just share you know how you're feeling or what's going on that's a really great way for you to build connection and to hopefully find a new friend or coworker, as I like to call them the off season is not uncommon And sometimes we have to remind ourselves that it's part of running a successful wedding photography business. Utilizing time more efficiently is key to coming out of the off season with a thriving business and more potential clients on the horizon. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. You have no idea how much it means to me that you get to spend this time listening to my voice and hopefully learning something in the meantime. There's nothing more important to me than knowing that you are truly here supporting my dreams and my business. And I hope that you know that I'm there to support you and your business in any way that I can. So thanks again. I truly, truly appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. And if you have any feedback or comments, please reach out to me on Instagram at Path to Business Podcast. And please, please, please get in touch with me. I would love to hear from you. And if you're interested in coming on the show and sharing your story about your path to business, I would also love to hear more all about you and hopefully be able to share it on the show. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week. I'm over here about to do a happy dance because you just finished another episode of my podcast, Path to Business, where we get to hear amazing stories of how wonderful people got started, and hopefully one day we'll be able to share yours too. If you want more info, head on over to our show notes page where you'll find all the latest info about this episode and links to the guests on the show. You can also find the latest discount codes or freebies I've put together just for you. Also, I wanted to personally invite you to my private Facebook group where you can meet other like-minded entrepreneurs like yourself who are making waves in their business and want to help and inspire others to dream big. The links are waiting for you, so head on over to grayloftstudio.ca slash path to business.